Section 74 of the Book of Household Management. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton. Recipes, Chapter 31, Part 2. Baked Damsons for Winter Use. 1535. Ingredients. To every pound of fruit allow six ounces of pounded sugar, melted mutton suet. Mode. Choose sound fruit, not too ripe. Pick off the stalks, weigh it, and to every pound allow the above proportion of pounded sugar. Put the fruit into large dry stone jars, sprinkling the sugar amongst it. Cover the jars with saucers, place them in a rather cool oven, and bake the fruit until it is quite tender. When cold, cover the top of the fruit with a piece of white paper cut to the size of the jar. Pour over this melted mutton suet, about an inch thick, and cover the tops of the jars with thick brown paper, well tied down. Keep the jars in a cool dry place, and the fruit will remain good till the following Christmas, but not much longer. Time. From five to six hours to bake the damsons in a very cool oven. Seasonable in September and October. Damson cheese, 1536. Ingredients. Damsons. To every pound of fruit pulp, allow one-half pound of loaf sugar. Mode. Pick the stalks from the damsons and put them in a preserving pan. Simmer them over the fire until they are soft, occasionally stirring them. Then beat them through a coarse sieve and put the pulp and juice into the preserving pan with sugar in the above proportion, having previously carefully weighed them. Stir the sugar well in, and simmer the damsons slowly for two hours. Skim well, then boil the preserve quickly for one half hour, or until it looks firm and hard in the spoon. Put it quickly into shallow pots or very tiny earthenware molds, and, when cold, cover it with oiled papers, and the jars with tissue paper brushed over on both sides with the white of an egg. A few of the stones may be cracked, and the kernels boiled with the damsons, which very much improves the flavor of the cheese. Time. One hour to boil the damsons without the sugar, two hours to simmer them slowly, one half hour quickly. Average cost. From eight pence to ten pence per one-third pound pot. Sufficient. One pint of damsons to make a very small pot of cheese. Seasonable. Make this in September or October. Compote of damsons, 1537. Ingredients. One quart of damsons, one pint of syrup, number 1512. Mode. Procure sound ripe damsons. Pick the stalks from them and put them into boiling syrup made by recipe number 1512. Simmer them gently until the fruit is tender but not sufficiently soft to break. Take them up, boil the syrup for five minutes, pour it over the damsons, and serve. This should be sent to table in a glass dish. Time. About one quarter hour to simmer the damsons, five minutes to boil the syrup. Average cost, nine pence. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable in September and October. Damson Jam. 1538. Ingredients. Damsons. To every pound of fruit, allow three-quarter pound of loaf sugar. Mode. Have the fruit gathered in dry weather. Pick it over and reject any that is at all blemished. Stone the damsons, weigh them, 
and to every pound allow three-quarter pound of loaf sugar. Put the fruit and sugar into a preserving pan. Keep stirring them gently until the sugar is dissolved, and carefully remove the scum as it rises. Boil the jam for about an hour, reckoning from the time it commences to simmer all over alike. It must be well stirred all the time, or it will be liable to burn and stick to the pan, which will cause the jam to have a very disagreeable flavor. When the jam looks firm and the juice appears to set, it is done. Then take it off the fire, put into pots, cover it down, when quite cold, with oiled and egged papers, the same as in recipe number 1530, and store it away in a dry place. Time. One hour after the jam simmers all over. Average cost. From six pence to eight pence per pound pot. Sufficient. One and a half pint of damsons for a pound pot. Seasonable. Make this in September or October. A very nice preserve of damsons. 1539. Ingredients. To every quart of damsons allow one half pound of loaf sugar. Mode. Put the damsons, which should be picked from the stalks and quite free from blemishes, into a jar, with pounded sugar sprinkled amongst them in the above proportion. Tie the jar closely down, set it in a saucepan of cold water, bring it gradually to a boil, and simmer gently until the damsons are soft without being broken. Let them stand till cold, then strain the juice from them, boil it up well, strain it through a jelly bag, and pour it over the fruit. Let it cool, cover with oil papers, and the jars with tissue paper brushed over on both sides with the white of an egg, and store away in a dry, cool place. Time. About three-quarter hour to simmer the fruit after the water boils, one-quarter hour to boil the juice. Seasonable. Make this in September or October. To preserve damsons or any kind of plums. Useful in winter. 1540. Ingredients. Damsons or plums. Boiling water. Mode. Pick the fruit into clean dry stone jars, taking care to leave out all that are broken or blemished. When full, pour boiling water on the plums until it stands one inch above the fruit. Cut a piece of paper to fit the inside of the jar, over which pour melted mutton suet. Cover down with brown paper and keep the jars in a dry cool place. When used, the suet should be removed, the water poured off, and the jelly at the bottom of the jar used and mixed with the fruit. Seasonable in September and October. Compote of Green Figs Illustration Compote of Figs 1541 Ingredients 1 pint of syrup, number 1512, one and a half pint of green figs, the rind of one half lemon. Mode Make a syrup by recipe number 1512, boiling with it the lemon rind, and carefully remove all the scum as it rises. Put in the figs and simmer them very slowly until tender. Dish them on a glass dish, reduce the syrup by boiling it quickly for five minutes. Take out the lemon peel, pour the syrup over the figs, and the compote, when cold, will be ready for table. A little port wine or lemon juice, added just before the figs are done, will be found an improvement. Time two to three hours to stew the figs. Average cost, figs, two shillings to three shillings per dozen. Seasonable in August and September. To bottle fresh fruit, very useful in winter. 1. 1542. Ingredients. 
fresh fruits, such as currants, raspberries, cherries, gooseberries, plums of all kinds, damsons, etc., wide-mouthed glass bottles, new corks to fit them tightly. Mode. Let the fruit be full-grown, but not too ripe, and gathered in dry weather. Pick it off the stalks without bruising or breaking the skin, and reject any that is at all blemished. If gathered in the damp, or if the skins are cut at all, the fruit will mold. Have ready some perfectly dry glass bottles, and some nice new soft corks or bungs. Burn a match in each bottle to exhaust the air, and quickly place the fruit in to be preserved. Gently cork the bottles and put them into a very cool oven, where let them remain until the fruit has shrunk away a fourth part. Then take the bottles out. Do not open them, but immediately beat the corks in tight, cut off the tops, and cover them with melted resin. If kept in a dry place, the fruit will remain good for months, and on this principally depends the success of the preparation, for if stored away in a place that is in the least damp, the fruit will soon spoil. Time. From five to six hours in a very slow oven. 2. 1543. Ingredients. Any kind of fresh fruit, such as currants, cherries, gooseberries, all kinds of plums, etc. Wide-mouthed glass bottles, new corks to fit them tightly. Mode. The fruit must be well-grown, not too ripe, and gathered on a fine day. Let it be carefully picked and put into the bottles, which must be clean and perfectly dry. Tie over the tops of the bottles pieces of bladder. Stand the bottles in a large pot, copper or boiler, with cold water to reach to their necks. Kindle a fire under, let the water boil, and as the bladders begin to rise and puff, prick them. As soon as the water boils, extinguish the fire, and let the bottles remain where they are to become cold. The next day remove the bladders, and strew over the fruit a thick layer of pounded sugar. Fit the bottles with corks, and let each cork lie close at hand to its own bottle. Hold for a few moments, in the neck of the bottle, two or three lighted matches, and when they have filled the bottle neck with gas, and before they go out, remove them very quickly. Instantly cork the bottle closely, and dip it in bottle cement. Time. Altogether about eight hours. To bottle fresh fruit with sugar, very useful in winter. 1544. Ingredients. Any kind of fresh fruit. To each quart bottle, allow one quarter pound of pounded sugar. Mode. Let the fruit be gathered in dry weather. Pick it carefully and drop it into clean and very dry quart glass bottles, sprinkling over it the above proportion of pounded sugar to each quart. Put the corks in the bottles and place them in a copper of cold water up to their necks, with small hay wisps around them to prevent the bottles from knocking together. Light the fire under, bringing the water gradually to boil, and let it simmer gently until the fruit in the bottles is reduced nearly one-third. Extinguish the fire, and let the bottles remain in the water until it is perfectly cold. Then take them out, make the corks secure, and cover them with melted resin or wax. Time. About one hour from the time the water commences to boil. To frost holly leaves for garnishing and decorating dessert and supper dishes. 1545. Ingredients. Sprigs of holly, oiled butter, coarsely powdered sugar. Mode. Procure some nice sprigs of holly. 
pick the leaves from the stalks and wipe them with a clean cloth free from all moisture. Then place them on a dish near the fire to get thoroughly dry, but not too near to shrivel the leaves. Dip them into oiled butter, sprinkle over with some coarsely powdered sugar, and dry them before the fire. They should be kept in a dry place, as the least damp would spoil their appearance. Time. About ten minutes to dry before the fire. Seasonable. These may be made at any time, but are more suitable for winter garnishes, when fresh flowers are not easily obtained. Compote of Gooseberries 1546. Ingredients. Syrup made by recipe number 1512. To one pint of syrup, allow nearly a quart of gooseberries. Mode. Top and tail the gooseberries, which should not be very ripe, and pour over them some boiling water. Then take them out and plunge them into cold water, with which has been mixed a tablespoonful of vinegar, which will assist to keep the fruit a good color. Make a pint of syrup by recipe number 1512, and when it boils, drain the gooseberries and put them in. Simmer them gently until the fruit is nicely pulped and tender, without being broken. Then dish the gooseberries on a glass dish, boil the syrup for two or three minutes, pour over the gooseberries, and serve cold. Time. About five minutes to boil the gooseberries in the syrup. Three minutes to reduce the syrup. Average cost, nine pence. Sufficient. A quart of gooseberries for five or six persons. Seasonable in June. Gooseberry Jam. 1. 1547. Ingredients. To every pound of fruit, allow three-quarter pound of loaf sugar, currant juice. Mode. Select red hairy gooseberries. Have them gathered in dry weather, when quite ripe, without being too soft. Weigh them. With a pair of scissors, cut off the tops and tails, and to every six pounds of fruit, have ready one-half pint of red currant juice, drawn as for jelly. Put the gooseberries and currant juice into a preserving pan. Let them boil tolerably quickly, keeping them well stirred. When they begin to break, add to them the sugar, and keep simmering until the jam becomes firm, carefully skimming, and stirring it that it does not burn at the bottom. It should be boiled rather a long time, or it will not keep. Put it into pots, not too large, let it get perfectly cold. Then cover the pots down with oiled and egged papers, as directed for red currant jelly, number 1533. Time. About one hour to boil the gooseberries in the currant juice, from one-half to three-quarter hour with the sugar. Average cost. Per pound pot, from sixpence to eightpence. Sufficient. Allow one and a half pint of fruit for a pound pot. Seasonable. Make this in June or July. 2. 1548. Ingredients. To every 8 pounds of red, rough, ripe gooseberries, allow 1 quart of red currant juice, 5 pounds of loaf sugar. Mode. Have the fruit gathered in dry weather and cut off the tops and tails. Prepare 1 quart of red currant juice, the same as for red currant jelly, number 1533. Put it into a preserving pan with the sugar and keep stirring until the latter is dissolved. Keep it boiling for about five minutes. Skim well. Then put in the gooseberries and let them boil from one-half to three-quarter hour. Then turn the whole into an earthen pan and let it remain for two days. Boil the jam up again until it looks clear. Put it into pots and when cold, cover with oiled paper 
and over the jars put tissue paper brushed over on both sides with the white of an egg, and store away in a dry place. Care must be taken in making this to keep the jam well stirred and well skimmed, to prevent it burning at the bottom of the pan, and to have it very clear. Time. Five minutes to boil the currant juice and sugar after the latter is dissolved. From one half to three quarter hour to simmer the gooseberries the first time, one quarter hour the second time of boiling. Average cost. From eight pence to ten pence per pound pot. Sufficient. Allow one and a half pint of fruit for a pound pot. Seasonable. Make this in June or July. White or green gooseberry jam. 1549. Ingredients. Equal weight of fruit and sugar. Mode. Select the gooseberries not very ripe, either white or green, and top and tail them. Boil the sugar with water, allowing one half pint to every pound, for about one quarter hour, carefully removing the scum as it rises, then put in the gooseberries and simmer gently till clear and firm. Try a little of the jam on a plate. If it jellies when cold, it is done, and should then be poured into pots. When cold, cover with oiled paper, and tissue paper brushed over on both sides with the unbeaten white of an egg, and store away in a dry place. Time. One quarter hour to boil the sugar and water, three quarter hour the jam. Average cost. From six pence to eight pence per pound pot. Sufficient. Allow one and a half pint of fruit for a pound pot. Seasonable. Make this in June. Gooseberry Jelly. 1550. Ingredients. Gooseberries. To every pint of juice, allow three quarter pound of loaf sugar. Mode. Put the gooseberries, after cutting off the tops and tails, into a preserving pan, and stir them over the fire until they are quite soft. Then strain them through a sieve, and to every pint of juice allow three-quarter pound of sugar. Boil the juice and sugar together for nearly three-quarter hour, stirring and skimming all the time. And if the jelly appears firm when a little of it is poured onto a plate, it is done, and should then be taken up and put into small pots. Cover the pots with oiled and egged papers, the same as for currant jelly, number 1533, and store away in a dry place. Time. Three-quarter hour to simmer the gooseberries without the sugar, three-quarter hour to boil the juice. Average cost, from eight pence to ten pence per one-half pound pot. Seasonable in July. Compote of green gauges. 1551. Ingredients. One pint of syrup made by recipe number 1512, one quart of green gauges. Mode. Make a syrup by recipe number 1512, skim it well, and put in the green gauges when the syrup is boiling, having previously removed the stalks and stones from the fruit. Boil gently for one quarter hour, or until the fruit is tender, but take care not to let it break, as the appearance of the dish would be spoiled were the fruit reduced to a pulp. Take the green gauges carefully out, place them on a glass dish, boil the syrup for another five minutes, let it cool a little, pour over the fruit, and when cold it will be ready for use. Time. One quarter hour to simmer the fruit, five minutes the syrup. Average cost. In full season, ten pence. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable in July, August, and September. Green gauge jam. 1552. Ingredients. To every pound of fruit, weighed before being stoned, 
allow three-quarter pound of lump sugar. Mode. Divide the green gauges, take out the stones, and put them into a preserving pan. Bring the fruit to a boil, then add the sugar, and keep stirring it over a gentle fire until it is melted. Remove all the scum as it rises, and, just before the jam is done, boil it rapidly for five minutes. To ascertain when it is sufficiently boiled, pour a little on a plate, and if the syrup thickens and appears firm, it is done. Have ready half the kernels blanched. Put them into the jam, give them one boil, and pour the preserve into pots. When cold, cover down with oiled papers, and over these, tissue paper brushed over on both sides with the white of an egg. Time. Three-quarter hour after the sugar is added. Average cost. From sixpence to eightpence per pound pot. Sufficient. Allow about one and a half pint of fruit for every pound pot of jam. Seasonable. Make this in August or September. To preserve and dry green gauges. 1553. Ingredients. To every pound of sugar allow one pound of fruit, one quarter pint of water. Mode. For this purpose, the fruit must be used before it is quite ripe, and part of the stock must be left on. Weigh the fruit, rejecting all that is in the least degree blemished, and put it into a lined saucepan with the sugar and water, which should have been previously boiled together to a rich syrup. Boil the fruit in this for ten minutes, remove it from the fire, and drain the green gauges. The next day, boil up the syrup and put in the fruit again, and let it simmer for three minutes, and drain the syrup away. Continue this process for five or six days, and the last time place the green gauges when drained on a hair sieve, and put them in an oven or warm spot to dry. Keep them in a box with paper between each layer, in a place free from damp. Time. Ten minutes the first time of boiling. Seasonable. Make this in August or September. Preserved green gauges in syrup. 1554. Ingredients. To every pound of fruit, allow one pound of loaf sugar, one quarter pint of water. Mode. Boil the sugar and water together for about ten minutes. Divide the green gauges, take out the stones, put the fruit into the syrup, and let it simmer gently until nearly tender. Take it off the fire, put it into a large pan, and, the next day, boil it up again for about ten minutes with the kernels from the stones, which should be blanched. Put the fruit carefully into jars, pour over it the syrup, and, when cold, cover down, so that the air is quite excluded. Let the syrup be well skimmed both the first and second day of boiling, otherwise it will not be clear. Time. Ten minutes to boil the syrup, one quarter hour to simmer the fruit the first day, ten minutes the second day. Average cost. From sixpence to eightpence per pound pot. Sufficient. Allow about one pint of fruit to fill a one-pound pot. Seasonable. Make this in August or September. To make fruit ice creams. 1555. Ingredients. To every pint of fruit juice, allow one pint of cream, sugar to taste. Mode. Let the fruit be well ripened. Pick it off the stalks and put it into a large earthen pan. Stir it about with a wooden spoon, breaking it until it is well mashed. Then, with the back of the spoon, rub it through a hair sieve. Sweeten it nicely with pounded sugar, whip the cream for a few minutes, add it to the fruit, and whisk the whole again for another five minutes. Put the mixture into the freezing pot, 
and freeze in the same manner as directed for ice pudding, number 1290, taking care to stir the cream, etc., two or three times, and to remove it from the sides of the vessel, that the mixture may be equally frozen and smooth. Ices are usually served in glasses, but if molded, as they sometimes are for dessert, must have a small quantity of melted isinglass added to them, to enable them to keep their shape. Raspberry, strawberry, currant, and all fruit ice creams are made in the same manner. A little pounded sugar sprinkled over the fruit before it is mashed assists to extract the juice. In winter, when fresh fruit is not obtainable, a little jam may be substituted for it. It should be melted and worked through a sieve before being added to the whipped cream. And if the color should not be good, a little prepared cockneal or beetroot may be put in to improve its appearance. Time. One half hour to freeze the mixture. Average cost. With cream at one shilling per pint, fourpence each ice. Seasonable. With fresh fruit in June, July, or August. To make fruit water ices. 1556. Ingredients. To every pint of fruit juice, allow one pint of syrup made by recipe number 1513. Illustration. Dish of ices. Mode. Select nice ripe fruit. Pick off the stalks and put it into a large earthen pan with a little pounded sugar strewed over. Stir it about with a wooden spoon until it is well broken, then rub it through a hair sieve. Make the syrup by recipe number 1513, omitting the white of the egg. Let it cool, add the fruit juice, mix well together, and put the mixture into the freezing pot. Proceed as directed for ice puddings, number 1290, and when the mixture is equally frozen, put it into small glasses. Raspberry, strawberry, currant, and other fresh fruit water ices are made in the same manner. Time, one half hour to freeze the mixture. Average cost, three pence to four pence each. Seasonable, with fresh fruit in June, July, or August. Lemon water ice, 1557. Ingredients. To every pint of syrup, made by recipe number 1513, allow one-third pint of lemon juice, the rind of four lemons. Mode. Rub the sugar on the rinds of the lemons, and with it make the syrup by recipe number 1513, omitting the white of egg. Strain the lemon juice and add it to the other ingredients, stir well, and put the mixture into a freezing pot. Freeze as directed for ice pudding, number 1290, and when the mixture is thoroughly and equally frozen, put it into ice glasses. Time. One half hour to freeze the mixture. Average cost, three pence to four pence each. Seasonable at any time. Iced currants for dessert, 1558. Ingredients. One quarter pint of water, the whites of two eggs, currants, pounded sugar. Mode. Select very fine bunches of red or white currants, and well beat the whites of the eggs. Mix these with the water, then take the currants, a bunch at a time, and dip them in. Let them drain for a minute or two, and roll them in very fine pounded sugar. Lay them to dry on paper, when the sugar will crystallize round each currant, and have a very pretty effect. All fresh fruit may be prepared in the same manner, and a mixture of various fruits iced in this manner, and arranged in one dish, looks very well for a summer dessert. Time. One quarter day to dry the fruit. Average cost. Eight pence for a pint of iced currants. 
seasonable in summer. End of section 74